By you bringing your difference to our problem solving, we do a better job of problem solving. If you bring your differences to work every day, we are going to be higher performing, not less performance. When I first started doing this work many, many years ago, it was like, leave your differences out the, at the door. Leave them in the parking lot. Don't bring your differences in here. We all should be the same. Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. I'm Marsha Lazarus, sitting with Fred Miller, CEO of the Khalil Jameson Consulting Group in Troy, New York. I first heard you speak, Fred, this past fall, 2022, as part of the Albany Business Review conversation about taking next steps in creating a diverse, equitable, and inclusive business community. I so appreciated your perspective and wanted to hear more. Fred, can you think of a leader, a CEO, or someone high up in an organization that came from a more traditional, autocratic, hierarchical kind of style and always just thought and believed instructions flow from top down? And at some point, there was a light bulb that went off. And they realized if they shifted that thinking to more, as you describe, collaborative thinking, that things would work better in, an, in the organization. Yes, and I've seen it time and time again, that leaders underestimate the talent that they have in the organization, underestimate people's willingness to do even great things in the organization. Uh, we were doing workshop in the UK, and we were bringing together a group of people to help bring about organizational change, culture change. And the leaders were picking people, and they were picking their regular suspects, the usual people they put on the projects. So we said, no, expand it out, bring some new people together. And so they uh, did that. And so this group of people start working together and the leaders start interacting with them. And they were blown away that people that they thought, well, that's not one of our stars. And this is not one of our stars. And then all of a sudden, in the course of weeks and months, they said, oh my goodness. And they said, they, they called them shiny people. They said, we thought we only had a few shiny people in the organization. We have a lot more shiny people than we think. In fact, we have lots of shiny people in the organization. So it's a mindset thing. I don't see the person as a star or shiny or high potential, then I treat them like they're not a star or high potential, and then people say, what the hell with it? I'm not going to do that. Yeah, and yet, I, we find again and again and again, if we give people the opportunity to let their light shine, it shines and it exceeds what they've been able to do before. And so that leader then will say, okay, I got a different view of my people. I have, a, I have more resource here than I can. This was at a plant that they were going to close. The, co the large corporate company was going to close. Once we did this work with them, it stayed open. We probably did this work 10 years ago or longer. The plant's still open because all of a sudden it turned around and then it started exceeding all of its performance metrics. So it became a higher performing plant and therefore one worthy of staying open versus closing. That would have never happened if they didn't realize they had those many shiny people and giving them the, uh, the opportunity to perform. And then once they perform, finding the whole plant, everybody does better. What I'm hearing, Fred, is a very important strategy that Khalil Jamison uses. 
is having the organization implement this change, not just talking about it, but implementing the change. And that demonstrates to the CEO the outcome. Yes, yes, and yes. And it demonstrates to everybody in the organization that if we are inclusive, if we value and leverage our diversity, that we're all going to do better. Because it demonstrates to not just the CEO or the senior leaders, but it demonstrates to everybody in the organization that together we're better than separately, that we have talent in the organization, talent that's come in one's particular size, shape, or color, or way of looking at the world. And that if we work together, if we collaborate, if we partner, if we don't let the differences be something that's in the way or we're afraid of, but that our differences be an asset, we are going to be higher performing, not less performance. And to the degree that the person who's closest to the work, that understands the work, is making the decisions, once they've been trained and seen as competent, it's going to be a better result and things are going to happen quicker. It also brings to mind, Fred, talent retention. Mm -hmm. I've seen in my years of workforce development, just from my own experience, how impactful that when an employee is given, is trusted, when an employer recognizes an employee's capacities and abilities, all of that enhances both motivation of an employee and the desire to stay with the company. And isn't retention such a crucial part of performance? Absolutely. I love everything that you said. I've been advocating for our clients that they have a senior leader in charge of retention. I think keeping the talent you have and attracting new talent is the number one challenge and threat for organizations today. Because right now, people are doing hybrid workplace, which is fine. Some people are not going to work with very much at all. What's the glue that's holding the community together? If we talk about a community effort, it's got to be a glue that keeps you going. I read this was never a good idea, but in the old days, when somebody was sick, they would still go to work because they didn't want to let their team members down. It's like, I have a project I need to work on. I got a team I got to go. And we don't want people going to work sick anymore. But the bottom line was that I am so committed that even when I'm not feeling my best, I'm going to come in here. Now, organizations need to earn that level of commitment and that level of, of, of loyalty to the organization. And it's not just by saying a sign. And it's not just a paycheck. It's how am I treated day in and day out by this organization? Do I count? Am I respected? Do people see me for who I am? You know, that's important for me. We talk about inclusion, and we talk about inclusion as have people having a sense of belonging, which you mentioned, and agency, which I just talked about, feeling respected, valued, and seen for who we are as individuals. I want people to see me as an African-American man. I want people to see me as six foot three. I want people to see me as a grandfather that's very proud. And I want people to see me as a consultant and been in the field, all, this, all that's part of me. It's no longer do people want to be separated out. You're getting all of me, but if I bring all of me to the workplace, you're going to have higher performance than if I leave part of me in the parking lot. One of your comments during that Albany Business Review conversation was, 
you know, I tell my wife every day I love her. <laughs> and I... I do, I do, I do. <laughs> and I thought, what a broadening perspective to work life. It's almost like I'm hearing you, Fred, talk about bringing more heart into an organization. And so interesting how you talk about the value and benefits when employees can bring their whole selves. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing you talk about how being accepted for who you are, not being judged, and can make such a difference in an employee's motivation. It's all their, their motivation, their commitment, they're wanting to do their best work. They're wanting to stay, stay. If you have talent, and every organization has talent in it, having the talent stay, having the people that are high performing, having the people that are contributing, I don't care if they're opening the front door or running the elevator or, or working in the kitchen or whatever, everybody in the organization is important. If they're not important, they shouldn't be there. And if they're there, then they're important. And if they're important, treat them with respect. But more than that, let them bring their wisdom and their smarts to the organization to make their job and make the organization better. That's critical. When people get that, it doesn't become a money game. It doesn't come, I'm going to work for the highest bidder. It becomes, I'm going to work for a place that's going to treat me in a way that's going to let me feel good about myself, where I can make a contribution, and I feel like I'm with a community of people that are, that are good with me.